You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Here's a good South African story, which we need at the moment. It says here, Kruger International offers a first, a safe, green, social investment with good returns for investors and the community. It goes on to say, this piece that I was sent yesterday, Kruger International has just launched a truly green investment opportunity through the Tsitsikama Community Wind Farm in the Eastern Cape, an infrastructure project generating renewable energy that will deliver solid inflation-linked returns whilst directly benefiting a rural community. With me now is Mia Kruger, Director of Research and Fund Management at Kruger International. This seems to, I hate using this phrase, but this seems to tick all the, all the right boxes, Mia. Yes, Lindsay, we really worked hard. We were looking for alternative yield in South Africa. And then we started thinking about the fact that obviously we want to help South Africa uh, develop sort of more infrastructure and we want uh, to see sort of more renewable energy. And as it just happened, we came across our paths crossed with the guys from Gaia and we came across this wonderful investment that they wanted an investor for. And that's how we came across the Titicama wind farm. When I consider Titicama, I think of the forest and the beauty. I don't associate it, number one, with wind and number two, with a wind farm. So perhaps if you can give me the background uh, geographically and also the development, how the the Farm, the wind farm idea first developed? Yes, uh, definitely. So the wind farm is very close to uh, Titicama as you know it. It's about 30 kilometers west of Himansdorp in the Eastern Cape. So this wind farm was already, uh, they, they started looking for the, or at all the um, viability of a wind farm of this, this sort in, in May 2012. This is when the, um, when the preferred bidders could apply for the Department of Energy's Renewable Energy Independent Power Producer Procurement Program, which was then awarded to uh, to Synergy and to uh, really to the project with Synergy as the biggest uh, uh, biggest shareholder at that time. And that was 2012 already. Then they had to go through a lot of work. They had to work with the community. These farms were, there's five farms that were bought uh, by the government for the community that was relocated. It's the Fengu people. They were relocated in the apartheid years and they were given this land back in 2014. This specific land was then identified as the ideal place for a wind farm. And the project started working with the community. And in the development, in the uh, in the um, environmental studies and all of the processes, they really tried to help the community to firstly become a partner in the project and secondly to enhance their lives. There has been so much development going on there that's actually improved their, their livelihood the um, the economic um, situation and then just sort of the the surrounding area of where they live for them. So that's really beneficial for us also to be part of a story like this. This a specific community Mfengu people earn about two and a half percent, if I'm not mistaken, of of the the returns of the project every single quarter. So they get a flowing income from from this project. It's not just a once off that they benefited from. And it's nice to have, um, you know, real uh, beneficiaries and real stakeholders as part of your investment um, group. Quite right. Well, let's have a look at these shareholders and the stakeholders. The stakeholders, obviously, the community. Now, the community is a broad term. How many people in the community directly benefit? And obviously, there are spin-offs. But let's start with the direct beneficiaries, if we can. Yes. 
So I'm not 100% sure how big the community is, but it is on the Witteklaibos farms, like I mentioned. I, I mistakenly said it was five farms. It's 19 farms that yeah. was purchased in 1994. And um, yeah, so the, the whole community are benefiting. There's a community center, there's a school, uh, there's, they, they have cattle, they farm there, there's been a, a forest clearing for them of aliens, they have a a fence around the whole community and their farms to keep all the cattle in. And those are just the, the, the project that I'm aware of. But as I say, it's a continual process that they benefit from um, directly all the time. Then, of course, the second direct beneficiary is, is the project because the project has been awarded a 20-year uh, um, contract with ESCOM and it has already started producing energy in 2016. So the, this commercial, this operation has been commercial from 2016 in March, and that was the time that we started, or that the project started delivering electricity to ESCOM. Very good. Okay, 2.1% of the revenue quarterly goes to enterprise and socio-economic development in the surrounding communities. Is there a governing body, an investment committee that distributes this money? I mean, or does the money just go and get distributed uh, without? more of a formal structure if you see what I mean because obviously that that might be a concern yes no it is it is definitely well managed it's managed by the Titsikama Development Trust and the trust looks after the community and their and the um, shareholding very good now the generation of electricity how much is it I mean it's in the grid but obviously it's a small farm and it's a tiny percentage but is it meaningful and does it power the local community when it comes to electricity for housing etc can you give me more details yes so up until now it's been delivering 95 megawatts of electricity to ESCOM and as you know only on Friday it was gazetted in the government gazette that municipalities are now allowed to start producing and procuring their own electricity up until now it was not uh, allowed in South Africa for communities and for municipalities to buy or to procure their own electricity which has now been approved by government so this is a big step as this project is actually in the position to deliver more energy than it's supplying to ESCOM, but it's literally pumping it into the ground because up until now it was not allowed to deliver it to anyone else. Okay, now the shareholders, Titsukama Development Trust, 9%, Synergy, uh, 75%. Where's the rest? Uh, and incidentally, Synergy is a uh, wholly owned subsidiary of Exara Resources, which of course is a JSE, a massive JSE listed company. But that's 75 plus 9, what is that, 84? Where's the other 16%, Mia? So the other 16% is now being taken up, bought on Thursday by the Gaia Fund 1, which is the vehicle we are listing with Gaia yes. on, on 4AX Exchange. And they will be, the, or the company will be the holder then of the um, of the 16% in the Titicama Community Wind Farm. This will be the first asset in the Gaia Fund 1. And we as Kruger International are taking up all the preference shares. We've subscribed for all the preference shares for three of our Kruger funds, which is the Kruger Prudential Fund, which has a mandate with a low equity exposure, so it's a little bit more conservative. And then the Kruger Balanced Fund, the Kruger Equity Fund being the other two funds taking up the rest of the positions. What are your target returns for those three funds? I mean, what target contribution uh, from this particular project? 
Yes, yeah, so we we are working on a on a conservative number. We we uh, we don't like to quote numbers too freely, as we are you know very cautious of of the expectations that that could raise. But in our models, we are working on a number uh, internal rates of return of around nine percent after costs, and that is the number that we're using for our preference shareholding. Okay, now. Um- the obvious question is how do people participate and I would have just thought they have to have a look at prospectuses of the three funds that you just mentioned and choose which one they want. Yes, absolutely. I think it's very uh, sort of, it depends on your specific uh, specific goal as an investor, but we've got three different mandates, which makes it a, a bit easier for investors to, to choose. The three mandates, the one is an equity fund, the one is a balanced fund, typical balanced fund with a higher equity exposure, and the one is a, 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 a conservative fund. All three of these funds will have just over 5% exposure to Tsitsikama Community Wind Farm. And it might be, we might grow that position as we include new new com- projects or companies into, into Gaia Fund 1. And um, yes, I think the best way would be to go onto our website. Uh, people who are interested can either phone us, they can email us, or even send the message through our website to us, and we will contact them and assist them to make an investment in, in any three of these funds. Very finally, Mia, I think that given the enormous potential and natural resources that the Republic of South Africa has at its disposal, then these types of projects will be forthcoming, particularly as regulation makes it easier for projects like this to spring up. Do you think this, if it's a success, and it already has been a success from what I've heard from you, do you think that this model will be replicated throughout the country? I really hope it will be, uh, be done, Lindsay, because as you say, there's dire need for infrastructure development within South Africa. The good part is that we did hear from the, uh, the, the president last week that part of his economic recovery plan is a large um, infrastructure spending in South Africa and that he really wants to uplift the country and all communities. And these are the sort of projects that we, we want to see uh, spring up and, and, and get, get some going. Also, the fact that renewable energy is so much better for the planet and is so much better for the community and much cheaper these days than any other form of, of energy production. We think that this is a great way to not only be ESG compliant, but also make a real difference in the direct environment where you do business. Mia, thanks so much for your time. Well done. Good luck. And that's Mia Kruger, Director of Research and Fund Management at Kruger International. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.